going on, everybody? It's your boy LP, and this is the best damn wrestling podcast. So you LP? Normally you see this guy over here talking, but I'm gonna start the show off today. As he called me the resident villain of the group, I'm gonna start today. Why? I'll talk about that later on. I was gonna introduce Victor Andrews, but he popped away. So I'm gonna go over to our regular host, Brian Renegade, the boss of all bosses, the man who put this uh, thing together. The the man. It's all you, man. It's all me. All right, well, I gotta introduce you. I just introduced you, brother. Say hello to everybody. Can you hear me? We have some technical difficulties right now. Brian's supposed to be running in there back there, but uh, let's see. I don't know what happened to Victor. Let's 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 see. It might just be me here today, which uh, I hope that's not the case. So let's see what's going on, cause we got a lot to talk about today. We got to talk about these people getting fired. These people got fired, and uh, a lot of some people called it. Some people saw it coming. Some people didn't see the extent of it, but we're definitely gonna dive in it. And now uh, let's talk about how everybody feels. Can you can you hear me over there? Yeah, I can. All right, we got Brian back. So as I was saying before, Brian, say hey to everybody. What's going on, beautiful people? This is your boy Brian Renegade in the building. Yeah, ready to get this thing crack a lacking. You dig what I'm saying? All right. Speaking of wrestlers, we got a wrestler in the group. I ain't even gonna say all that stuff that that Brian told me saying. I'm just gonna say this guy has went against. Bobby Lashley got that win. He went against um, Veer. Got that win. My <laughs> man, WWE, NWA, Glow. He been in there all. Give it up for Victor Andrew. On Glow, bro, really? <laughs> you on Glow? Hey, look, look, look what I'm wearing today. Look what I'm wearing today. Oh, oh see that. Okay. Got that performance in the turn on. Absolutely, absolutely. What's going on, fellas? What's going on? Like you said, we got a lot to talk about, and you are the host of the most, Mr. LP. So let, let, let the people know what's going on, man. We're here for one reason. We're going to talk about some of these firings that uh, that, has, that is the top news right now that everybody is talking about. It's been the, the hammer came down. I said it. I said it. I said it. They were going to start doing some firing. Everybody was like, oh, they said they, were going, they weren't going to fire no wrestlers yet. And they started firing people in the office, so you knew it was coming. So, fellas, first of all, before we start dropping names, what do you think about, start with you, Brian, what do you think about the firing as a whole? Um, I kind of felt like it was coming with the uh, the whole merger uh, with Endeavors and, and TKO becoming a public league traded company and i'm pretty sure what they had to do was trim the fat and the fat was some of the wrestlers uh that were not really bringing uh butts to seats so i mean they that's 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 what happens man they had to trim the fat and in, in some of the wrestlers man and unfortunately they let some uh fan favorites go but that was uh i mean it was a it was it's big news all over the place man that's why we had to go ahead and do the damn thing today, man, because I was like, I can't wait. We can't wait a whole week to sit here and talk about this when it's going on right damn now, man. So 
I want to see what you fellas think about it, man. But I, I knew that it was going to come eventually. Um, I knew they were going to have to either cut back on something uh, or let's.
um, a lot of things in WWE, but I think he just kind of got lost in the sauce because mainly because of his size, mainly because he's shorter than everybody. Um, if you kept him doing some couple things like with Rick, Ricochet, that probably would have helped him a lot. Um, Akira Tozawa is another one he could have got some done some things with, or just pair him up with some one of the bigger guys. Um, put him in a faction. I know they tried to do the little faction with him and uh, Donovan Dajakovic and um, Masse, whatever it is now, um, and then that didn't work out really well. So. I don't know, man. We'll see what happens with all this talent that just got released. See what they're going to do. They're going to come back to the independence and do some things. Most likely. Are they going to go to some one of the other larger companies? Kind of. Probably. But what are they going to do, really? I, I think Mustafa Ali's was probably surprising because if I'm not mistaken, he's supposed to have been fighting um, Dominique coming up for the belt. I don't yeah. find that, but I've seen several reports that said that, so his firing seems to be more of a firing versus everybody else's. It's like it's a lot of it's a lot of question marks uh, that's currently going up about his firing because he currently was doing something. That's like getting fired while you're sweeping the floor on the job, <laughs> and everybody's come up just getting fired. So I mean, he he was steady uh, doing something. Um, yeah, he definitely had a match. He definitely had a match uh, against. Dominic, man, they you're right, they were uh pushing that and and a lot of the advertisements. And it's crazy enough because I just watched uh NXT uh not too long ago. Um and his last promo, he was like, Man, I, I, I had opportunity to fight for the NXT championship, and now all of a sudden a guy that I beat has a match, uh has my match. And what am I supposed to do? You know what I'm saying? He was like, you know, he felt like it was really unfair. If you go back and watch his last interview, man, it was kind of, you can see his frustration and you can see uh, where all of that was kind of leading. But I think that he's happy that, I don't think he's happy with the situation, but I think that he's happy that he can do uh, what he, what he was known for, which is being a great wrestler, man. So, I'm pretty sure that some promotion will pick him up. Um, and I always thought that Mustafa Ali could really have uh, a, a couple of times of, you know, him possibly doing something big. And even when uh, because Mustafa Ali got hurt and they had to put somebody in that place. And it just so happened to be Kofi Kingston. And Kofi Kingston shined throughout that match. And the fans gravitated towards Kofi. And that was the start of Kofi Mania. So Mustafa Ali has a lot of gripes, man. But also he has been given a lot of opportunities. A lot of opportunities. So I can't, I can't. And, and, and he's made uh, best use of what he was given. I think he could have. Hit a little bit better, but I, I like Mustafa Ali, man. I think that he would be uh, valuable to any uh, to any locker room, man. But uh, yeah, that was that was hard to see Mustafa Ali get on the chopping block. Who do y'all who do y'all feel like the people that got fired? Who do you feel got the best? Say that one more time. What? Set, who do you feel has the, the possibility to be great somewhere else? The biggest, all of them got the opportunity or the chance. 
who do you think if you had to pick one person out of this list is going to go to another company and really make something out of himself? Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler, 100%. Um, I think that Dolph has always been the um, you break it. Something. Uh, you break it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I think Dolph Ziggler is definitely going to be able to go out there and make a, a bigger name for himself. He can go down to AEW, do some tag stuff with his brother. And pretty much he can do whatever he like. He can do some single stuff, but I really think he's going to go tag with his brother, become a, a really good faction. I just hope they don't turn around and reincarnate some old school tag team, like the Dirty Blondes or something like that. I, I, they, they, don't, they don't need to do that. Just go out there and be the Zigglers or, or whatever you want to be call yourselves, but just go out there and just do your thing, man. Um, I think a lot of I think a lot of the talent, all of the talent, should do that. All of them should just go out there, whether they go back to their independent names or create something new, and and just go out there and just do their thing. Uh, real quick, we have a comment from the Best Nation. Um, it says uh, mergers sometimes happen when one company is sinking and a larger company comes to save them. And depending on the absorbing company, who the absorbing company is, they tend to keep all of the personnel and the absorbed company ends up letting people go. Was a was there a merger? Yes, there was a merger um between WWE and UFC, who is now TKO. Did they change their name to TKO completely? I think uh, it's just merger. Just the, I don't think I think they still go by WFC, just that merger was TKO. Gotcha. Um, so it, I think, that I think it's a publicly it. traded name on, on the stock exchange is TKO. The companies uh hold this name. Gotcha. And that that could that could pretty much be the uh the situation here. But the main thing about that as well is if WWE are making releases, could UFC be making releases as well? Well, let's say like more UFC seems they're not independent, but they're not like you don't see them as much. It's it's, it's hard to gauge uh, UFC because you can see a UFC fighter. You won't see him for a couple of months because they training or whatever to the fight. You don't see him like weekly. Um, I, I I wouldn't say they will let go because when UFC, it seems like when you get beat enough or you get too old, you just don't see them no more. But you don't never really hear them talk about they fired. Well, let me not say that unless it's drugs or something else like John Jones, you know, they'll say he got suspended or something like that. But they, they typically don't bring up UFC's uh, information like that, um, like they do with with, with WWE. Um, just like uh, like Brian said, they got the money. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm surprised that Cedric Alexander wasn't gone before Sheldon Benjamin. Sheldon Benjamin should be grandfathered in as long as he been in there. Like I would be pissed unless I wanted to leave. If I'm if I've been in this company as long as Sheldon Benjamin had. Cedric and Cedric need to be gone before anybody else. But you know, I mean, who knows? People get fired all the time in WWE and come back in a couple of months or you know, be backstage or just that in the third. I think that all of them got a chance to do something somewhere else. But I really want to see Sheldon Benjamin shine somewhere because he's never shined. 
he's been great. He's gotten many pushes, but he's never like got a push. This is like how Christian is now. Christian is killing in the AEW right now. And even when Christian was in TNA, Christian was killing in the TNA. Um, a lot of the other care, a lot of the other wrestlers that didn't do good at WWE went TNA and they had great careers. Or well, now in AEW, they had they're having great careers now. So I, I don't know, Shannon Benjamin never been one that had that great character. I don't know how you would get that great character out of him. Um, but I really want to see him shine the most out of everybody. Like guys like Elias. I was a big Elias fan. I don't know why I, I think Elias didn't have the wrestling skills. And I think that's why they didn't push him like they should. But he was <laughs> he was over at one point in time. I just think he just wasn't that good um, in the ring. And that's why they didn't ever push him like they should. But they should have gave let's, him that. Let's talk about Elias real quick because you, you brought up a point, man. He had a really monster um, response at one point in time. He was he, I thought that he was poised to win a belt. And I have no idea to this day why they never pulled the trigger on him when he was hot and cutting promos of people are singing in the ring. I think that they should have gave him some type of a belt. Even if it was a U.S. or Intercontinental belt, I think that he deserved that, man, because he was red hot at one point, man, and they did not pull the trigger. And then after that, he was let shortly let go, I believe, and then brought back, and then he became uh, – what was it? Ezekiel? <laughs> the Ezekiel character. Mm-hmm. Freaky Ezekiel. Uh, I like Ezekiel too, and I thought they were going somewhere with that. Uh, I think that um, the whole Kevin Owens interactions with him and, and trying to say, hey, his name is really Elias. It's not Ezekiel. This is Elias. I thought that was hilarious, man. I thought that was good TV. Um, and then when they put him and Rick Books together, I thought they were going to do something. And they did not pull the trigger on that. So I was a little upset to see Elias go. But to be honest with you, a lot of this talent that was let go, weren't really star stars. You know what I'm saying? Like they're great wrestlers. And but they're nobody's really coming to see them. They most of these people are like mid-card. If they would have let somebody like LA Knight go, oh, if they would have let Dominic Mysterio go, or Seth Frickin' Rollins or Shinsuke Nakamura, people whose names are actually Doing a little something and got something behind their names right now, I think it would have had a little bit more sting. For me, uh, Dolphin Mustafa Ali were two, two big ones. Uh, and I believe that, you know, wherever they go, they'll be good. But, um, yeah, uh, Shelton, you know, I, 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 it's crazy that Shelton doesn't get the same respect like a Brock Lesnar or like a John Cena or like a Randy Orton. Coming from that OVW class like he did, man, and, and having all the talent and some of the, the the best matches, man, especially that the match that he had with uh, Shawn Michaels, man, I thought, you know, that's a classic match. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, Elias was, was a big one. Um, let's talk about – I want to talk about one real quick. And LP, you mentioned it Um a little while ago, man, your boy Shanky did the dance of death, and <laughs> he, he's been released. Uh, whenever the big dudes start dancing, man, they just, they just, yeah, they do not last long in WWE. I remember one time Big Show was kind of talking to uh, 
who was he talking? He was talking to um your, your boy uh uh Ty, it, Titus. Titus uh uh Tyrus. Tyrus, yeah, he was talking to him back when he was doing the funkadelics, funkadactyl thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was telling him, Hey man, don't you dance because as soon as you dance, you you get devalued as a big guy. You know what I'm saying? Uh but funny enough, Big Show really did his most entertaining work in WWE because before then he was a monster in WCW. You know what I'm saying? So uh once the big dudes start dancing, man, uh let's talk about that real quick. LP, I'm gonna let you uh, run leak on prone that man. Uh how you feel about Shanky? I mean, what <laughs> what can you feel about him? I mean, I mean, I think we all we all WWE don't even have a big man right now. Who who's the big man in WWE right now? Like who? They, they don't even have a dominant big man no more. Mm-hmm. Bronson Reed is arguable, but that's that's not is is what I, would you put him in the in the big man category as in Big Show and Kali and all that other kind of stuff? I think that no, he would, he would fit in there with like Albert. Yeah, Umaga. He fit in that in that kind of that that class to me. But yeah, they don't have no they don't have no big men anymore. I think they finally maybe they maybe they done stop doing it because it doesn't work. Braun Strowman is probably the biggest man when he's on the roster. But Braun Strowman is only like a hair from dancing his damn self because they was playing Braun Strowman too, make him tag team with a damn kid, you know, and doing stupid mm-hmm. stuff. So Braun Braun Strowman was one. He was definitely uh, borderline too. Um, I just it's it's just hard to tell. Like, yeah, w- once you once you do that, it's over. Answer the like, phone, man. Answer the phone. Answer the phone. I couldn't hear nothing. It was like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> I know y'all can hear. My bad, my bad. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's really it really seems that way. But I I I got I want to add this to to Mister Everything as a wrestler. As a wrestler, you're working at a company. And you have an idea, but that company—I know you're independent, but you—you you make an answer this. But the company say, you know what? We want you to go out there and tap dance, and wear black paint on your face, and call yourself Los Negros. <laughs> you're under contract, and that's what we want you to do. So you go out there and you give it your all, and it don't get over, and you get fired. Who fought it? Is it you for not being able to pull it off, or is it for them for coming up with that bullcrap for you doing? Ah, uh, see, that's that's a difficult part because if you're giving your all, you truly giving it your all, uh, it's gonna come. It should fall on the hands of the company, but nine times out of ten, it doesn't. It doesn't fall on the company. It still falls on the talent. Um, you can go out there and chuck and jive and do all kinds of tricks and pull a rabbit out of your hat and all this different stuff, but as we've seen, the stuff that we, we feel like is not going to get over, gets over. The stuff that we feel like needs to get over, doesn't get over. Um, so it's 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 a it's a hit or miss type of situation, man. You got you got to go out there. But there's ways to be able to say, you know what? This is the character they gave me. Let me put my own little twist in it. It may not be exactly how they wanted it to be, but I can go out there and twist it a little bit. That way I'm comfortable in what I'm doing and I can grab the people's attention. And if it doesn't work, then it falls on me. But I'd rather, I, my, my, I myself would rather say, 
I did it my way, the way they wanted it to be, and it didn't work and it fell on me. Rather than leave and be like, well, the company made me do it and this is what happened. You know what I'm saying? And it sounds crazy, but I would rather it, it, the blame it fall on me because at the end of the day, I know I did everything I could do to make myself relevant. Whether Whatever character it is, I did everything I could do, even put my own little twist on it. And I think a lot of talent go out there and say, all right, I want you to go out there and be the next doink. And they go and be freaking doink instead of being doink in their own way, in their own character. Look at Bray Wyatt. He came in as, um, you know, the, the uh, guy of the, the value in, in like New Orleans and coming out of the woods and all that stuff. And it worked for a while and it was great because he had the faction. He had, you know, uh, Eric Roman and, and, and Luke Harper and then they brought in Braun Strowman and it worked. And then when he got released, it was like, all right, when you come back, come back with something different. Come back with something a little strong. Here, this is the character we want you to do. Put your own little twist on it. And a lot of talent can't do that. And that's why I always tell people, get some acting classes or go and do some things that would help your character. Wrestling is just, being a wrestler is just you turned up 10 times. That's it. And if you get a character, it's just you having the imagination to turn it up 10 times. Hmm. So, but ultimately, you would say it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a scale. Yes. It's, no, it's no even thing. Mm-hmm. All right, Brian, what do you, what do you think about that? Do you, would you blame the company or would you blame yourself? Uh, that's a double-edged sword, right? Because I know that um, um, Roger Moss or uh, Madcap Moss kind of put up a picture uh, when he was in a kilt and saying, "Hey, this was what did it." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This was this was the the nail in the coffin, uh, sort of thing. But you know, it's not to say that. It's the writer's fault or it's the the talent's fault. Maybe things just don't match up the way that they're supposed to. Uh, sometimes uh, matches can get pulled. Sometimes they can have some some last minute changes uh, with some character tweaks. I know with Mustafa Ali, uh, it was a period of time where he was doing the positive Ali thing, and then he dropped that quick, and then went down to uh, NXT, and then kind of like started begging for title shots. So I think it's I think it's a I think it goes hand in hand, man. As much as I love uh Shelton Benjamin as as much as I did not want to see him go, uh Shelton has been struggling for years to try to kind of find his footing with his character. You know what I'm saying? And where he wanted to be. And I know we celebrated the hurt business and what uh the hurt business did for the careers of uh, Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander, man, but um, sometimes you got, sometimes the talent just can't get over the gimmick, and you know what I'm saying, and ultimately, uh, it's on you, and now all of these people that just got released are going to have to bet on themselves, man. I think the biggest thing with Shelton Benjamin, too, is he's always, he's always had this nonchalant character, this nonchalant demeanor, I think that if they gave Shelton an opportunity, or if Shelton took the opportunity to say, you know what, I'm pissed off. I'm about to come up here and show y'all 
what angry black man. I mean, I know a lot of people say, oh, we're trying to see the angry black man thing. Sometimes that's what you need. Sometimes your character needs to, needs to come out and say, you know what? Screw what y'all talking about. I'm coming out here. I'm punching people in the mouth. I'm kicking people in the face. And if you got something to say about it, come, come, come see me. You already know where I'm at. And somebody like Shelton Benjamin needed that difference. You know, he's always had the same kind of character, whether he was with uh, the world's greatest tag team, when he was with uh, Chad Gable, and then with the Hurt Business, he's always had the same kind of character. Um, so a lot of that can can come into play as well. Um, you want to go hit this uh, next comment there, LP? No, I ain't got my glasses on. You have to read it. I can't see that. <laughs> <laughs> it says, sometimes what they want you to do is contradictory to your character. I can't see the Undertaker doing the stinky legs. So do you decline to do it? If it's not what your character's about. Now, funny thing about that, The Undertaker has always had this demeanor type character. And even like off stage, off camera, live shows, they've always tried. And if you go back and look, you can look it up on YouTube. The other talent would always try to get Undertaker to break character. There's a video out where they try to get him to do the uh, the, uh, Spinner Rooney. Yeah. Um, there was another video where they were doing something and they were trying to get him to laugh and he would never break character. And that's that's saying, that speaks volumes, saying, you know what, my my character, I don't care what's going on, I don't care if it's a live show, a house show, we're on TV, we're off screen, I would not do that. No matter what. I don't care what's going on, I wouldn't do that. Um, and then there's people that have changed characters, but still put their own little twist in it. Stone Cold is one of them, who would come out and say, you know what, I'm coming in, I'm going to punch you in the mouth, I don't care what my boss says, and da 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 And then when he went into this whole uh, I lost my mind, psychotic, what, what, what character, he still made it his own. He was, he was laughing, he was joking, he was having fun, he was making little, um, you know, snarky, jokey comments, he would go in there and sing a little song, do a little dance every now and then, but he still made it as if Stone Cold Steve Austin would do it. Um, so that that's one one of the things that kind of comes into play when they give you a character. I mean, I was Jessica Lashley. Hmm. You know what I mean? I was Jessica Lashley. So when they say, hey, you got to go out there and do this, and that character changed three times before I actually went on TV. So when they said, here, here's what we want you to do. Go out there and make it the best you can. I did that. So it all depends on what they give you and what you're willing to do to make that character really work and how you can put your own little spin in it. I think I think with I think that'll that's probably why I couldn't be a wrestler. Because I'll be like, I ain't doing that. Well, you're gonna get fired and I'll be like, deuces. Um, I've seen some wrestlers do interviews where they said that they asked them to do this, that, and the third, and they said no, and then they end up getting them to do something else. And I see there's a ton of wrestlers. DDP, he probably did not want to do that positive mess with his white teeth and, and all that. Like they screwed him for the moment he came over there. I just feel like some things you can do, I would say no. Like this, that's like that's like if you're an actor, and if you guys ever seen that movie P Valley, they got the one guy that had they have him doing a whole lot of homosexual things. The guy's straight, but he he's okay with doing it. 
other people would be like, uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, no, 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 no. I'm not doing that. Um, that's like if you look at a regular commercials where they let's say it's an HIV commercial. Some of them people are actors. If I'm an actor and they be like, we're gonna pay you this money, but you're gonna go in here and say, I use this medicine for for my HIV so it doesn't flare up. I'm not doing that. So people can think. <laughs> Could you imagine dating somebody who's an actor or actress and you sitting there with them and the commercial comes up and you didn't know? It's like, hold up, wait a minute. It was just an acting job. It's just an acting job. I really wasn't like that. So I I feel like a lot of people just I don't know. I guess I guess I'm not a wrestler. Like I said, that's why I'm probably not a wrestler. But if they ask you to do something that you really don't want to do and you're contracted, where's the where's the line? Like, can you just be like, I'm not doing it? Well, get out if you don't do it. All right, well, I'm going to get out. I've never hardly heard anybody ever, excuse me, ever do that before. So like, so like I, I guess Brian, I'll ask you, would you have a limit? Would you, would you, if they say, look, you're gonna be the bald-headed guy in the dress, look at you're gonna be like a Perry Saturn and had to make out with a mop and do mop because you know he got punished for whatever he did. You gotta do it. Do, would you have a limit? Yeah, yeah, I, I would definitely have a limit. It would be certain things uh, that I wouldn't want to portray, you know what I'm saying? Because maybe you do have pride in your image, and then, and then a lot of people, you know, they have really religious beliefs. Also, so it's things that, you know, go against their religious beliefs or uh, their cultural beliefs that they kind of have to stand on, stand on that. And you take whatever comes. Um, it's just certain things I, 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 I couldn't do, bro. <laughs> just, certain, just certain things that I would not do. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you, you take the, you take the risk. You know what I'm saying? You take the risk. You, you, if you go to your job and and you were an accountant executive and they ask you, oh, you gotta mop the mop the floors in the whole building tonight. You like, <laughs> that's not my job. I'm not doing that. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, you like, do you take pride in your workplace? Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. You know, and, and and I'm pretty sure a lot of wrestlers, man, they had to put that ring together. They didn't want to. You know what I'm saying? They had to prepare for the for the show that night. They didn't want to. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they had to carry the bags for for a top star or something like that. And and you know, in in a in a word or two, they didn't want to. So I'm pretty sure some, there's a lot of stuff that people don't want to do that they got to end up doing because it's their job. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure a lot of people don't want to lose. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But they got to take that one, two, three, especially if you losing to somebody that you know you can whip their ass in real life. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. Let me ask you that question. How does that feel, sir? You know, you know for, for you to take a loss to somebody who you know you can whip their ass in real life. And Bro. then you got to let them talk drunk about you like they actually beat you in real life. How does that feel? Man, listen. Hey, you know. It's one thing to know that you can beat somebody in real life, but it's another thing for them to admit that you can whoop their ass and you still got to put them over. Prime example, AEW. Mm. Mm. 
talking about when Orange Cassidy whooped your ass? Yeah. Orange Cassidy whooped your ass in real life with his hands in his pocket. <laughs> he whooped your ass with his hands in his pocket. But you know what? The crazy thing is, we were standing there, we were, we were talking about the match, and I, and I told these guys, yeah, I got a background in, in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, boxing, grappling, wrestling. I've done MMA. Whatever you need, I can do. They looked at me and said, oh, you can beat our ass in real life. <laughs> yeah, man. That's not, that's got to be a tough one. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and then you got to you got to hear somebody cut a promo on you afterwards and say, "Yeah, I beat Mister Everything, Vic Durandrews." I'm like, step outside. It's even worse when when you got somebody that'll do a promo and you can't even send one back because I know if I send one back, you're gonna be pissing down your leg. You'd be calling your mama, tell my come save me, and whatnot. You'd be calling the police and whatnot. Because if I if I cut a promo on you, it's a wrap. I, I haven't met not one person that's been able to come that be able to combat me back to back on a, on a mic or on a promo. Seriously, and that's not even trying to even talk big by myself. But I I I have not met somebody that can say, Man, I can go back and forth and miss everything. No, you're not gonna do that. Yeah, I um. There's an interesting uh, interview on YouTube with Stevie Ray. And Stevie Ray said that's why he didn't ever come to WWE. Because a lot of people asked why he didn't come. And he was like, he wasn't going to do some of that stuff. And he knew what they were going to have Booker T doing. Like, <laughs> like getting beat up by Stone Cold in a grocery store. You know, they, they kind of they made Booker T a joke at the beginning parts. And Stevie Ray was like, nah, we, had, we were Harlem Heat. We had a legacy. And he said he was not going to let the legacy of Harlem Heat get uh, messed up with the stuff they would have had them doing at WWE. And he stood by his ground. And he said, that's why he never, he said, he said he told his brother, you know, do what you got to do. But he said, that's why he said he never went over it. So I guess, you know, it's, it's your morals and morals and money. Which one, uh, which one, I mean, that paid off in the end for Booker T. Booker T is probably one of the greatest, not just black uh, wrestlers, just in general. Yeah, um, in, in general. But um, he did go through some <laughs> stuff. Stuff with Stone Cold was like hilarious. Like, but that really showed Booker T comedic style. Booker T was funny back then. Like he had a very big comedic style. And I think that was more coming off than anything else. But if you're from Harlem, you're from the streets, you running from a white man in the grocery store, poor men calling on you, like, you know, the, the boys in the hood probably didn't like that. And that's what Steve Ray was saying. I felt betrayed when I found out that Booker T was really from, from Texas. And I was like, I've been lying to him my whole life. <laughs> I'm thinking, he part of all me. He's from Harlem, New York. No, he's from Texas. <laughs> so, but but you got you got a point on that, man. Like, how far how far do you go? And and to be honest with you, when Booker T and a lot of other WCW stars came to WWE. They had some trouble getting their footing. I think the only person that really was able to get in there and and really solidify himself and his character was Goldberg. Goldberg didn't have no trouble with his rise uh, to the top. You know what I'm saying? With Booker T, Booker T was almost, you're right, he was almost the butt of the joke a little bit. They were they were calling him like a a rock clone kind of thing, and and um, him and the Rock 
they had some friction at first because of the similarities because you can't have two black men on top where they do that at. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, they had to have a little bit of friction, man. And you can definitely see that some of what The Rock was doing uh, and how Booker T was treated was kind of getting to him a little bit. And maybe I'm wrong, but I'm just a fan watching from the outside. And I just know how Booker T was viewed when he first came over from WCW to the WWE. A lot of people thought that he was a rock knockoff. And he had to uh, realize that. Uh, he had to stand on his own too, make his own own path, man. And like you say, he ended up having a legendary career, uh, especially with the King Booker thing when that took off. Um, but man, just in general, man, seeing some of these people go, it's kind of it's kind of hard, man. Let me uh, pull some of these uh, up from uh, Sports Keto, one of our wrestling partners, man. Uh, you mentioned big guys, uh, Dabakato was released. I thought that Dabakato was going to do something, man. Um, the last time that we saw him on WWE television on main roster, he was with um, Apollo Creed, excuse me, Apollo Crews. And they were doing the Nigerian uh, mm. not Nigerian, what was it? What was his bit? Uh, it was Nigerian. That's what they always try to eat black people. They always make them Nigerian. It was like yeah, Nigerian or something like that. Yeah, it was it, it, Commander Aziz. That was a horrible name. You know what I'm saying? That sounds like something you catch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that Commander Aziz. Uh, <laughs> but um, Dabakato kind of struggled a little bit, and I thought they were going to do something with him. Uh, eventually, they dropped him down and started doing the Raw Underground thing. Well, he was dominating in Raw Underground for a little bit until uh, somebody came in and, and put the paws on him. I can't remember. Who was it? Um, on Raw Underground, that came in to put the paws on. Jeez, Louise Hammond, Jesus, please. I can't remember. But anyway, then he went down to uh, NXT, uh, started having an, another feud with Apollo Creed. Excuse me, I keep saying Apollo Creed. Apollo Crews, uh, and then stayed down there for a while. And he kind of, he, he wasn't really on NXT TV either, man. So uh, that was a big guy that was kind of wasted. Uh, we really didn't see what the potential uh, held for 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 Dabakato, man. Um, go ahead, Pete. No, I was I was just saying that um I was trying to really trying to remember what it was that he. I don't even even remember him. So that it was uh, it was, it was Braun Strowman that gave Dabakato that loss. Okay, it was Braun Strowman. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, also um, from NXT. Boy, Quincy Elliott, uh, who was making some waves when he first came in. Uh, I don't, I don't know quite what his character was. It's almost like a viscera, uh, very overly sexualized, uh, big guy kind of character man. Um, and he he caught a little bit of buzz, you know, after his first match. He even had a move called the Bussy Bomb, which I knew that I knew he was gonna be going after that shit. I just, you know, just, <laughs> the the bussy bomb boy pussy. I was like, uh, I don't know about that, bro. I, I don't know if they're gonna push that. Like you think they're gonna push that. Uh but man, I mean a lot of people thought he was gonna do something, and you know, they were happy to see uh that representation 
that he brought along with him, man. Uh, but, you know, they let him go. I'm not sure if they didn't think that uh, he was going to do something. Also, uh, your boys Mace and Mansoor uh, have been released. Um, I knew they weren't going to last long once Maxine uh, kind of left the group next uh, my male models. Also, I was waiting for this one. Dana Bro I was like, listen, if they fire all these people and they they, and they keep Dana Brooke ass, I was going to be upset. <laughs> Straight <laughs> up. I was like, who, who is she loving on to stay around? But they let her go. Um, personally, I was kind of happy to see that one. I was like, it's about damn time. I, I don't know why they kept her around. Hopefully she does something on the independent scene or wherever she ends up going. But uh, they needed to let her ass go out. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. A um, couple of other big names, man, uh, that you mentioned. Um, Elisa Leon from NXT. Uh, she was released also. Um, Aaliyah. She was out hurt, I believe, and then you know they kind of never brought her back into the fold. Uh, she was released. Uh, we just mentioned Madcap Moss, uh, Roderick Moss, uh, or Riddick Moss. He got uh, released also. Uh, I just said Aaliyah a few seconds ago. Um, Emma, Emma was released. She put she put a little shade on there. She was posting up the elimination chamber uh thing that's going to happen in, in australia man uh and then she was like uh oops never mind i got released so she was trolling a little bit um and that was kind of kind of hard your boy rick boogs also was released um uh, along with elias man and i like rick boogs man i think that they should have kept him with shinsuke nakamura uh but they did not they did not and uh of course your boy Dolph Ziggler man listen the best animation was kind of savage on this one man uh <laughs> if you can read that Mr. Everything I want you to read that post yeah it says these rumors floating around that he's either injured or he got pregnant <laughs> by who <laughs> Nia Jax but who really knows really <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, know the thing? Man. you know what the, the the common denominator in all of this was a lot of these um a lot of the talent that got released were on an injured type of situation and never made it back. Rick Boos injured, um Aaliyah injured, um Riddick Moss, I think he got injured, Emma. You know, she she got injured and never went back to wrestling anybody. Um, so a lot of these talents were on a, a injury type of situation and just never made it back. And that's why we always say, you know, man, be careful because the minute you get injured, it's hard to make it back, especially if you ain't got no really big, big um, gravitation from the fans. Um, you know, best damn nation. We're going to introduce another member of the best damn crew, our man with his favorite picture of him and Kevin Owens. <laughs> Chef Showtime is in the building. What's good? 
What's going on, Showtime, man? How you feeling? Not tired. Just got off work. Just got off work? Hey, man, at least you still got a job. We're talking about <laughs> WWE releases right now. And yeah, tell us, who are, you, who are you mostly surprised by getting uh, released on, on this one batch, this first batch of releases? I want them to release me. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> nah. Like Rick Boots. Like you were saying, I like Rick Boots. Rick Boots was a beast. I like Mad Hat Moss. Moss was a boss. You know, I liked him, but everybody else, eh, whatever. Even, even Sean Benjamin, Dolph Ziggler, was whatever for them? Yeah, because you know, they, they old, you know. They, you know, they old. I ain't going to say all that is old. <laughs> hey, that can't be that much. That can't be that much older than Rick Booth. If he, if he young, he look old. No, but Rick... <laughs> <laughs> Damn near 50 if he a day. No, and we lost it that quick. <laughs> that quick, that quick. Got five. Right, Rick Boots is 35. 35? Yes. They're, listen, we listen, fellas. I feel so old. These guys are kids, bro. They are kids. And we look younger than them. And it's like, God, that's crazy, bro. Shelton Benjamin is 48. And Dolph Ziggler is 43. Okay. Dolph's Dolph. still in his prime, though, man. Mm-hmm. Dolph's still in his prime, bro. See, but the, the, thing, the thing with Dolph is, Dolph is institutionalizing WWE. I feel like he could have left a long time ago, but he was getting the easy check. He had to lose a couple of matches here and there, but he still was getting paid. So I think some of you guys, their heart ain't in it. Like some of these guys might not go nowhere else. I think some of them go. You're not gonna see the maximum male models debuting in AEW. Like stop it. Like them guys are gonna go find them something else to do. But you know, I don't. I don't even think everybody is. I think Elias will keep going. I can see Elias and Impact or something like that. Um, not with the same gimmick. I don't know. But uh, I think some of these guys just just done. They they don't really care. I think Sheldon Benjamin is somebody else. Sheldon Benjamin probably could have went somewhere else. No, he couldn't. He was getting that check. Go ahead, Chef. Uh, no, no, no. Sheldon Benjamin couldn't go nowhere else. He sucked. I don't like him no more. What? He got the You just be saying stuff in shock value, Chef. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he had, he, man, Sheldon Benjamin, since he, said, oh, put like this, since he left the hurt business, he went downhill. 100%. I mean, he's going to wrestle. But, who want to see him wrestle? What was that match he had here during his end? Did he just do like an anniversary or something? Maybe like a couple of months back. Yep, yes. he sure did. But I got a question: Who he did he wrestle? Who he wrestle? Who did he wrestle? He that, just that, celebrated. That means, that means you're a no name. You're you lost all clout. <laughs> Nobody know who you're wrestling anymore. That's not a good thing. But here's the thing: here's the thing that to really consider. Yes, a lot of these talent got released. From their contract, right? That does not say that they got released from the company altogether. Um, some of them might go backstage and do some producer work. I can see Shelton Benjamin doing some producer work or going down to the performance center and helping out and being a coach. I can see Dolph Ziggler doing the same thing. Uh, some of the other ones, the younger ones or newer ones like uh, Mustafa Ali, yeah, he's completely going out the building. Yeah, I don't think he's going to stick around and try to do anything. Uh, I could see him going to probably Impact. Um, if uh, Shelton Benjamin does not do anything with WWE, I think he may just be going home. 
I don't really see him really doing anything else in terms of wrestling because 20, 25 years of your life and, you know, you've done some amazing things, but I don't, I don't think he really wants to do anything else or else he probably would have pushed to try to do more in terms of how he was you know, portrayed on TV. Uh, he got really comfortable just doing some backstage stupidity um, with uh, R-Truth. You know, him and R-Truth had a couple of things going on backstage and doing like, uh, what was this, main event or superstars or something like that. Um, but yeah, and in a lot of these other ones, I can see them come and try to saturate the independence. I don't see a lot of them being able to go and get picked up by other companies um, too fast. Like the the guy that you just showed with the big the big guy with the flamboyant character, um, and I think something with that, you know, they they were trying to reach that market of the LGBTQ community, but I think he was just putting too much on it. I think if, if they would have kept it borderline like a Velveteen Dream would do, they would have had he would have had exactly what he needed in terms of the gravitation pull from the LGBT community. Uh, but when you kind of go over the top, uh, whether he is or isn't, you know, you kind of get a little side eye, like, okay, why he doing all that though? You know, and it, and then the the way he named his his moves just was not going to get over at all. So I'm gonna reiterate again: this man named his move the Bussy Bomb. <laughs> it, what it was was he jumped off the top rope and sat on the person. In their chest, uh, Nia Jax, uh, who, 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 uh, Yokozuna style, Yokozuna bonsai drop, bonsai drop, modified bonsai drop. Um, it was horrible. Yeah, I, I had it the name when I first heard it, and I was like, there's no way they're gonna push this through, uh, and, and for it to be. Marketable, especially his character, and they could have got away. You know, we had Gold Dust back in the day, Gorgeous George. We had a lot of androgynous, um, flamboyant characters. Um, but you really have to, you have to walk that line because you have sponsors, you have kids, you have a lot of moving parts that's along with that. And so your representation, even though they show good guys and villains and dead people and all kind of uh, characters and wrestling. Um, you kind of have to watch when you have a, a large project, uh, excuse me, a large product like WWE, uh, what your character is, what it's about, and, and, and how you market it, you know. <laughs> I think the LGBTQ community got him canceled because of that. They, they might, they might, they let him know. Yeah, he might have been doing too much. Yeah. Yeah, they got they got limits. Even them, even they got like, hey, look, you doing too much. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I got. got I, I want to ask everybody this: So you running the company? Are you making these cuts? The next round, five wrestlers you get rid of. Because the Whoa. next round, think on it. Five, the next, five you got to choose five wrestlers to get rid of. They didn't get right now. Who your five? Uh, start you, Brian. No, oh man, you got to go. You got to go t- with me, and I fire people before <laughs> we don't feel good. Uh, <laughs> let me see. Um, five wrestlers that I will let go. Is that in 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 the whole company NXT included? Nah, WWE because I don't know them NXT. They can fire all the people. I wouldn't know who they were. 
<laughs> oh man, then you put me in a tight spot, Jay. Okay, um, who would I let go in the next round? I'm gonna how, 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 how about this? So, so everybody ain't gotta do right off the dome. You name one, Victor. You gotta name one, Chef. You name one, I name one. Then we go to two, and then we do it like the two. We all get a five. So, one person right now. Oh, jeez. Oh, crap. Um, uh, I, from from um, from Red <laughs> Rope, your boy uh, Adonis. He probably gonna be going next. Thing he gonna be going next. I just see it. I mean, if they they just got rid of Top they Dollar was top, another name in that dollar. list. Yeah, Top Dollar was another name on that list that got released, man. So I don't see uh, I don't see him or B Fab hanging around too much longer. I'm pretty sure that they're going to get rid of the whole entire group. Uh, so and I hate to say it. All right, Mr. Everything, one person. Tamina. Oh. She even on to, she even still, with the coming, that's definitely good, because I ain't seen her and I don't know when. Yeah, I think Tamina yeah. might be on the chopping block. Damn, Tamina? Okay. Who you got, Chef? <laughs> Gunther. What's that little Asian dude name? The one of- Tazawa? Yeah, Tazawa. If they, get, if they get rid of Tazawa, I'm going to be mad as hell, bro. Now, I like Tazawa. Yeah, we, you know, everybody like Rick Boobs, you know. What happened? I'm going to say, and I'm not trying to be funny because Chef on. Vince got rid of him again, and Vince is gonna get rid. Vince got rid of him before, and he gonna get rid of him again. And he currently hurt, and he ain't do nothing when he came back. And that's your boy Braun Strowman. He's gonna be gone again. Braun Strowman fired in the third round. Watch. I'm gonna get him on. I'm gonna get him an interview one day, and let's see how much trash Braun sitting right here in the screen. I'll slap him in his face. Oh yeah. <laughs> Brian, another pick. Oh man. Um geez. Let me go on SmackDown. Uh it past me. I'm trying to think. I can't I can't I don't even know who on the roster. I uh, uh, I really hate to say this because he's my boy. But he has not done anything in a long time. Otis. Otis, really? Otis. Yeah. Otis could be on his way out. They, they, they really don't have anything for him right now. He's not. Yes. Really, he's not doing anything. Singles competition. Chad Gable is. You know, they got him coming out to kind of support Chad Gable, but he's not really doing anything. But if you get rid of him. I think Chad Gable loses some of his momentum. Yeah, Alpha Academy. Yeah, I think I think both of them have gotten both of them have came up with the Alpha Academy. Now get rid of that chick, whoever she is, she can go. But I, the thing is, the with the Alpha Academy, Chad Gable can bring in anybody. He can bring somebody else from NXT. He can pull up anybody and and form another uh, version of the Alpha Academy. I mean, look at it. He was with Shelton Benjamin. He's with uh, uh, who was the other guy? Charlie Hawes? No, uh, Jason Jordan. Um, so he's he's been able to kind of transition from a partner to a partner to a partner 
And now with the Alpha Academy, he can get another tag partner and kind of keep it going. Um, they've been able to show his ability as a singles competitor. Otis, not so much. He can he can work with somebody in a tag team situation, but as a singles competitor, he can't really do it. He can't really hold his own. And if he, all you're going to do is try to put him with somebody else, and he's either going to be right there next to him or in the background. He's never going to be on the forefront. All right, Chef. Yeah. Um, hold on, me think. Uh, oh, that's you gonna have plenty of time. Get in the hall. Yeah. Because you haven't heard nothing from him for a while. That's, that's interesting. That's interesting. I, I would say Lacey Evans. Yeah. Who? They don't get, get Lacey Evans. Lacey Evans already gone. Mm. Is she? Yeah, oh, she they get... gave her the boot. They gave her the boot a couple weeks ago. Oh, shit. Hell, I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she yeah, she she gone, Jack. Um also the Grizzled Young Veterans, uh Jagger and Re and uh, I can't remember the other guy's name, uh from, from Schism. The two guys from Schism, uh, they just got released. Uh, that's what they released not too long ago. Um somebody who I think that should be released and I just saw uh saw the picture a few minutes ago. Um, damn, come back to me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <Damn>, Brian. <laughs> All right, uh, my next pick this is my third one, right? My third pick is going to be Sonya Deville. She already, she already gone. I don't think she's gonna come back. She got an injury, and I'm pretty sure they're gonna let she, they're gonna let her let her ride. She's not fired yet, though. She will be. Um, Cameron Grimes, man. I think that Cameron Grimes, and I, as much as I love Cameron Grimes, I think that he will be better somewhere else, man. Um, I, you know, maybe he can go back to NXT. They're not going to use him right on SmackDown or Raw. He's going to have to join some type of a group. Or I, I think that he's going to be a wasted talent, man. And I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure they're overlooking him because he has a, a smaller stature. But Cameron Grimes is a great character, man. I mean, he bulked up right before he came to main roster. He had some flashes against uh, Baron Corbin. But I don't think that, that he's going to do much. Um and then your boy Scripps. Uh, what was it? Reggie. Old Reggie. They used to hang around Carmella. And he oh, went down man. to NXT. And he put on the mask. And he, he changed his name to Scripps. <laughs> and now he's with two other guys. And he's trying to act like he's a street dude for some strange reason. It looks super soggy. Get rid of Scripps, Reggie, and just let him go on by the business. Uh, did you have one, Chef? Shanky. He already gone. He's already gone. Oh shit! Then uh, let me get another one. Uh, <laughs> I've been missing these other firings. I guess ain't nobody cares. <laughs> uh, what? Hey, go ahead, Chef. <coughs> Damn, I can't. Fuck. I say, I say, I say, surprise shocker. Y'all can believe it if you want to. I say Austin Theory. No. What else? What else can you do? Whoa, 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 whoa. Hear me out. What else can you do? 
This guy can't get over for nothing. They have put, they have invested. You must have missed the show yesterday because me and Mr. Everything had a long, lengthy discussion about Austin Theory yesterday and how Austin Theory is out here living the dream. This man took a Stone Cold stunner from Stone Cold himself. He took a paper's elbow from The Rock. He's and got an RKO from Randy Orton. And he's got an F5 from Brock Lesnar. This man has all the top talent. And he's been in the ring with all the legends, including John Cena. And okay. nobody else got a better run than him than Dominic. And you, you, you got to look at this. That man stood in the ring with The Rock, did not stutter, did not mess up his words. He didn't bat an eye another. He stood there and he went toe to toe on the mic with the rock. He didn't, you can't say he went toe to toe. That man, that man held his own in now, the ring. With he the only rock. said like a couple the of rock. words in the rock, cut him off. Like, shut the fuck up. Don't come back. You're doing too much. Huh. The rock told him, shut up, and he shut it up. My whole my whole point is like, damn, they don't put you in the ring with all these legends and you still can't get over. What else is it for him to do? We don't put you in the ring with The Rock. We don't put you in the ring with John Cena. We don't. Have, you had our match with John Cena at WrestleMania, which John Cena said you will not be. If whether you win or lose, you're going to lose. He's been in the ring with all these people. What else can Austin Theory do? He don't change his. He don't stop taking the selfies, and he got tough. And y'all was like, "Oh, this is a gritty one. This is going to do." The fans don't give a damn. He had the worst cash in of all time. The dumbest cash in ever. I mean, he living the dream. Uh, yeah, I would love to get F five by by Brock Lesnar. But uh, if I'm trying to come up, what can they do with Austin Theory? They have not gave him a faction. We all said he needed that. That didn't happen. What else can they do with Austin Theory? He right now they got right now they got him partnered up with um Grayson Waller. Grayson Waller. You know what I'm saying? And I, I actually like them two together. They had him partnered up with them damn uh them two who them two boys they had him with? Uh pretty deadly. They had them teamed up with me. <laughs> 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 Tell me, please, anybody, any of the three, what else can they do to he can't get over? And it's not no heel. It's not like booing because he's a heel. He just can't get over that branch. Tell me if I'm. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me they have not given him every every single opportunity to be that guy. Or at least you know, he's not even the top heel. He's not even the top heel on his show. On no show, Dom get more heat than him. Austin Theory has not done nothing. I think Austin Theory needs to go into a MJF mode. I think Austin Theory needs to go out there and just run his mouth and say whatever he want to say. He's he been doing that. No, not, not the way that, that he could. I think that's what he needs. He needs to go out there and just be like, you know what? All y'all can kiss my ass. <laughs> he kind of been saying that. I, I, feel what, I feel what LP is saying a little bit. But I, the way I look at Austin Theory, man, as I look at that plateau that he has to hit, right, when he's been given opportunities and he's going out there and then the fans are starting to reject him. Uh, but he's embracing the rejection, man, almost sort of like Brock did 
almost sort of like Roman did. Remember, Roman people hated Roman ass for like two years straight, and it took Roman to leave and come back and say he had leukemia, uh, and then to to go away and then come back, and now he all of a sudden he was this huge baby face, and he had a couple rivalries, and then Paul Heyman got a hold on him, and it's been history ever since. So you know, a lot of people have that that that. That period of time where it takes them uh, a while to get up. Think about John Cena. The last, think about the last what two years before he just came back last year. They were still saying Cena sucks on his music. Now they play his music. They don't even say it no more. But they don't. They don't mean that's just because he's old. And they respect him. That he's old. They respect well, him. That he you know. They respect they, his ball spot. He got wrestling with a ball with his ball spot on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> they respect that. People don't let Ric Flair come back. Even when, even when Flair was a heel with Evolution, he still was getting damn cheered. He Ric Flair. Cena has reached that echelon where, look at, let's look at The Rock. And and I wasn't here last show, so I say this. I know I know we probably get ready to close it down. But I told y'all The Rock was coming back because The Rock is The Rock is catching hell everywhere else. That mess he did with Oprah Winfrey. They ate him alive on social media. So The Rock didn't have no choice, but he didn't go back to WWE because of the fans. He did it because that's the one place where he's guaranteed to get his love. If The Rock, now if he stays there too long, trust me, the fans gonna flip on The Rock. The Rock, I don't know, I don't know what his plans is. I'm gonna be honest, I don't wanna see The Rock wrestle. Cause I saw how that damn, <laughs> I saw a little bit what he did in the ring. I don't wanna see no more. I don't want to see him wrestle Roman because Roman is going to have to carry him. Everybody wants this dream match, right? We all have these dream matches. Sometimes it's better to play those dream matches on a 2K game or no WWE No Mercy because what happened <laughs> dream matches we wanted to see, they were lackluster because the guys got too old to do it. When they finally, start, when they finally brought Big Papa Pump to WWE with him versus Triple H, we all remember how that came out. Sting, when Sting, even though Sting, Sting is over there in TN, I mean, uh, at uh, AEW living his best life, I'm going to tell you, because Sting be doing some crazy stuff over there. But he's still, The Rock is not in ring shape, and the, any match The Rock had is not going to work out. They had an uh, 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 interview with him on the Pat McAfee show, um, and he was talking about that at WrestleMania 39, the Rock versus Roman was locked in. And the excuse that he gave for it not happening was they were trying to figure out what they can do to, uh, to transcend the wrestling business or for him to give a gift back to the wrestling business and it be something spectacular. I don't think that the fans even wanted that. I think the fans just wanted to see The Rock wrestle and possibly uh, go toe-to-toe with Roman Reigns and to really make it. It, it was a huge story there. The story was already there. Why are you trying to add some extra stuff on like, oh, we just couldn't connect the pieces to make it that kind of story. It was already there. The pieces were laid down. The fans were clamoring for it. There were being hits being dropped. And then all of a sudden, it's not happening. And so, you know, like you just mentioned, LP, I don't even know if I want to see it now. Because you say you if you say hey we were supposed to do it but we just couldn't lock in what that thing was now you can't just go and have a match with Roman uh, at, at WrestleMania because if you don't deliver 
the the thing that you said in the first place, why you didn't have the master fans are going to be upset. I don't want to see The Rock go in there and, and fall on his shield. I want to see him at his best. I want to see uh, him really tell the story with Roman, a back and forth. I want to see that, but now do I want to see it? I think I wanted to see it earlier this year. I wanted to see it for WrestleMania 39. I don't know if I want to see that now. And you're right, LP. Like, even if he do come, you know he ain't going to win because he ain't going to stay around long. No, I don't. I, I, I have been on my soapbox by myself on my only lonely island <laughs> for years. I have not wanted to see this match. I don't know, and we have to look that up. That's probably a good stat. I don't know who the Rock last match was. Who was the Rock? Anybody know who the Rock last match John was? John Cena. John Cena. Yep. John Cena was the last match. But, okay. So that's just like people were saying, oh, let's see one more time John Cena and the Rock. No! Uh, even when Cena has been wrestling, let's not act like Cena is tearing the roof off. Like the, When you get to be a certain age, you can't do the same stuff you more, no more. And The Rock is too damn big. The Rock is not going to be able to perform like we want. I want to see The Rock be The Rock versus. I want he. I want to see him cut promos like he did against John Cena, like talking trash to Roman. Like if you're going to do it, do it right. But just like yeah, just like you said, I don't want to see it now. And at WrestleMania, how how long is that? That's that's like months and months. That's even longer. The strike will be over by then, so The Rock will be back at work. So he not he not gonna do it anyway. It's bad enough that Roman is not even gonna wrestle until like November, from what I understand. This guy got we're not, I, we ain't got time to go in there. We gotta talk about the next show. How Roman is a Roman Reigns is a bitch. I said it, and he's the worst. I'm tired of you guys talking about he's some great champion. This guy's the worst champion. He, I've he's ever a Brock Lesnar, huh? He's a Brock Lesnar. He's worse than Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. Fought I, I, would have to, I would have to say during that period of time when Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman were holding the belt hostage, and then they were talking about Brock going back to UFC. Everybody absolutely hated Brock. They talked shit about Brock uh, because they said Brock wasn't defending the belt. Even uh, Seth Rollins was talking about how Brock wasn't defending the belt, and they needed a, a real champion. So when Seth Rollins beat Brock Lesnar. Uh, for the belt, man, that was a huge moment because it kind of felt like uh, that the belt came home. You know what I'm saying? A little bit. The fans felt like the belt finally came home. And I think that's what happened with uh, Seth Rollins won uh, the, the World Heavyweight title that he's currently holding now is that it came home and now we have a champion that we can be proud of. And then I believe just recently him uh, Seth Rollins, uh, Roman Reigns, and John Moxley were voted two, uh, three of the top wrestlers in the world, which were all members from the Shield. You know what I'm saying? So, to be, I, I, I would, I would dare say that Roman is playing his position the way he should. You know what I'm saying? Because that's how you do longevity for over a certain amount of time. If he's fighting every week, he's going to have wear and tear on his body, and you going and you see that. With uh, Seth Rollins right now, Seth Why Rollins, Seth Rollins has a whole storyline on how he's hurt. You know what I'm saying? So, at least, hey, but at least, at least wrestle once a month. At least Brock was wrestling during the pay per views. I mean, you got. I get what you're saying, but too, you got to think. It rather, I, I'm not a fan. The hell with Roman, but he Roman got a lot of fans, and Roman got kids, and they got people that want to see him. 
you just like you said about people, nobody's going to go see Sheldon Benjamin, like y'all was saying earlier. People are coming out and they're paying money to see Roman, and he might not show, or he might show. This is like basketball team that I had at low managing. I'm paying money to go see KD, bring my kid to see KD, paying two hundred, two three hundred dollars. Uh, KD on the bench, he don't, he 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 taking a break tonight. That that is a that is some bull crap and wrong. I I, I get the arguments that people want to use about all oh, his longevity, blah blah blah. But that's not wrestling. That's not how wrestling works. You should at least fight during the pay per views and have some kind of storyline build up because you're the top star. What's those? Stone Cold, The Rock, when they were top stars, they didn't take no damn no pay-per-views off. Like, how how is it? I know maybe this is the new age, I guess, or whatever. And I'm thinking too old school, but let's be real. People pay to see stars. People pay to people don't pay to see Rick Booth, <laughs> whatever the damn thing was. Well, you got to you got to take in consideration consideration of a couple of big things. Uh, one of the big things is injuries, right? Back back when Stone Cold and all of them were still fighting through their injuries, you know, torn, uh, you know, tendons and ligaments and whatever, concussions, it, they were just doing it. Now you got situations where a lot of the talent are still wrestling or doing whatever with these injuries, and now WWE's getting all these lawsuits. Oh, I had to deal with this. I had to deal with that. I was forced to still wrestle and da 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 so a lot of them may want to still wrestle, but being told, nah, you, you need to go sit down. You need to go take some time off, rest, heal. Um, and we're doing a lot of different things than what they've done back in the day. You know, we, we took out the chair situation, but we're still doing the, the crazy dives, the slams on the ladders, the dives off the top, off the, the balconies and, you know, uh, Kevin Owens just did the swan turn off the balcony onto uh, uh, Dominic, but you're still hitting a, a bare floor. There's no padding there. So a lot of them are doing things to where it's like, all right, you need to take this time off. So, yeah, it, it may be a situation where, like, you want to see them constantly going all the time, but our bodies ain't made like that anymore. You know, we, we had, we had the, 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 the older ones who was like, you know what? I'm going to keep doing And a lot of them can't even walk, bro. A lot of them can't walk. They can't function for themselves. It's hard to get out of the bed. So a lot of the guys that are doing it now are taking a little bit extra precaution because they want to continue to do it. They want to be able to still entertain the fans. So if that it requires me to take a month, two months off because I got a freaking hangnail, then shout out to Sankara. Um, then that's what I'm going to do. But at the end of the day, you know, you got a lot of things to kind of consider. And a lot of them are having families now. A lot of people are saying, yo, I'm, I want to be home with my family. A lot of like back in the day, they was always on the road. And they was like, I need to be on the road. I need to do this. I need to go do that. Not anymore. It's not like that anymore. Yeah, that's, that, I get what you're saying, but that ain't wrong. Roman just don't want to wrestle, so he ain't got to wrestle. <laughs> so you got to remember, he, he, he may have beaten leukemia, but that's not saying that it's not completely gone. Yeah, but if it, if that now if that for health issue something like that, I I don't even think he would even be doing what he's doing. I, I I'm not I'm not that that's 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 a that's, a, that's questionable to depend, depending on how that is. I still think it boils down to how they write the situation because uh, it doesn't matter what happens. The longer they continue to do Roman like they're doing Roman, 
it does not help the company at all. You're he's not ele- he's not elevating anybody. I I feel like champions should elevate people. Maybe I'm wrong. I always thought the champion is supposed to when somebody got a contendership, you elevate them to make them bigger stars because you're the biggest star because you have the belt. How many people has Roman really elevated? You can say parts of the storylines or whatever you might say. Maybe Sammy or maybe, you know, maybe the Usos and stuff like that. But not a lot since he's had that belt. How long? How many years? Three. Three years. How many How many you can count on your hand? How many people you can actually say that Roman actually, like, elevated as a as a champion? And, the, and whenever Roman stops, let's say Roman gets hurt his next match. Let's say, God forbid, but let's say Roman gets hurt bad. And he can't wrestle no more for two or three years. We, we've seen Triple H get hurt, take two or three years off, John Cena, Stone Cold, yada, yada, yada. Before, when Stone Cold was gone for two or three years, you still had other big stars in the in, in their place. When the Alliance stuff was going on, the Rock was barely even there because the Rock was gone. If Roman leaves right now, who's your... Let, let me ask everybody that. Roman gets hurt and leave right now. Who's your top five top stars on either show in WWE right now? Start Seth Rollins. So name four. Top stars. Wait, wait. Brock is part-time. So don't try to throw Brock in there. Brock is a part-timer. Mm-mm. I'm talking about four Huh? I'm going to say, I'm going to say Gunther. I'm going to say Chad Gable can be a top star. No, 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 with Roman's um, level that where he's at right now, someone beats him, they're freaking skyrocket immediately. And you got to have somebody that's strong enough to take that type of pressure. Whoever beats Roman right now is going to be astronomically skyrocketing. And you got well, to have somebody that's going to actually be able to handle that kind of pressure. They got to be able to do all these tours. They got to go do these interviews. They got to do daytime TV, ABC, NBC, USA, Japan, Europe, Africa. They have to be able to handle all these different things. Once that happens, who do we really have that can say, I can handle all that pressure? There is nobody on WWE right now that can say out of their mouth they can handle all that pressure because Cody. you have to realize whoever beats Roman right now has to be ready to go in that damn plane and be on that road. The moment you get you change your clothes after that match happens, you got to be ready to go to the next damn city, no matter where it's at. The American really? Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. No, I'm sorry, go ahead, Chef. Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes is definitely Cody Rhodes is definitely, and I don't know how I missed him, but Cody Rhodes would be that guy. He can so take it over. He he do it AEW. Look at that. Look at them now. So Cody, so Cody, we'll say Cody, say Cody Rose on one. Cody, uh, honestly, yeah. 
Because one, one, if you want to become the champion, you got to be the face. You got to make money for them. Romans can make money because he, he is a villain right now. Cody, yes. Anybody else? Not really. Not Seth. Seth? No. No. I, I think the way I think the way I'm looking at it is who can you invest uh, for the next two to five years, right? Um, they've invested in in Roman for almost over ten years. You know what I'm saying? He's just kind of now hitting his stride um, in what he's doing. So I think the question that we're asking is, who can you immediately put in that spotlight in Roman's position and for them to thrive and be able to carry the entire company? Um, I think that you can do that with Bobby Lashley. I think that you can do that with a Braun Breaker if, if you bring him in uh, the right way. Um, Austin Theory is poised to be that guy if he does get if he does become a, 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 a if he does become a beloved heel and not a hated person. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think that's what he is now. He's a hated person, but he's not a, 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 a top heel. I don't think about Austin Theory when I think about heels uh in this current environment, man. AJ Styles, man. Keep forgetting about AJ, but AJ is on the older end too. You know what I'm saying? We just mentioned about, you know, some guys that's a little bit older, but AJ Styles can definitely uh carry the load, man. Um, you mentioned Cody Rose. Um, and Dominic is to be honest with you, Dominic is gonna be a huge star within the next couple of years, bro. I think right. Dominic is I think he's on I think he's on the run of his life right now. He's on every show. He's holding the belt, and he's in one of the most dominant factions that we've had in years in Judgment Day. So I think Dominic Mysterio could be a good champion. Uh, and of course, Gunther is doing his thing right now. Here's here's the issue, though. Once Dominic is done, is out of the Judgment Day, what does he have? That's That's it. it. He's done. (laughs) He's done. Without mommy. Without mama, he's done. Well, you you mentioned LP, uh, somebody who I think should be released, and I'm gonna go ahead and mention it. I don't know why uh, his name didn't pop in my head, but uh, Mr. Everything, he was one of your um, um, what's the what's the promotion? Um, Control your narrative, brothers. You know who I'm going with because I I don't I do not like this dude at all. Carrying yeah. Cross need to go. His ass need to be on the chopping block. <laughs> Kim and wife making all them faces and shit. She need to go. I uh, think I think he might be on the on the next list. I'm not even going to lie. Oh, for sure, for sure. They can't you know, get this guy over. They can't get him over. Now. What's the difference between Carrying Cross and Austin Theory? Because they've been giving Carrying Cross every chance. Beating Raven, that Raven Stereo. He had story to what? Ray Mysterio. He don't have some beef with some major stars. They done tried and tried and tried with him, and it ain't working. Like he can't be a good heel. He can't be a good face. They can't even see him at NXT. I've never understood why, but he must have been a whole totally different person in NXT. But I've never understood him. Period. But he I just didn't like, like him in NXT either. Yeah, he. I didn't like- he he, he took the light like, heavyweight championship. I'm like, this dude is not a light heavyweight champion. He is not a light heavyweight at all. Uh, I mean, a cruiserweight. He took the cruiserweight. Uh, I think he held it for uh, a bit uh, between. He had a few
Escobar, Santos Escobar. Um, and I believe he held the held the cruiserweight belt for a little bit before it was merged. Um but yeah, I man, think, I think that he need to go, bro. He, he I, think, yeah. I think I think I think some guys just don't got it for like I ain't gonna say just don't got it for wrestling. I think with wrestling you gotta have a lot of stuff with it. But I think for the WWE, some guys just ain't a good fit. So I think sometimes they need to go. Like I, I really been on my AEW kick lately because I've been watching a lot of best of videos, and I don't know if you guys even watched that thing I sent in the inbox with all the pro with a lot of the the best savage moments and promos and stuff like that. There, like, and I and I I use Christian as an example again. Like he's killing it over there AEW, but. WWE never let him be no more than Edge's brother, or you know, or they gave him a little push, but they never let him go. Some of these guys, I think they just need to go elsewhere and 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 just cause I think for the WWE system, it just doesn't work. That's why I think like uh MJF won't work in WWE. I don't think Jay Cargill gonna work in WWE. I think certain people work better. That's just like us. You may have a job that you, that you work, but you may have another job you're better at. And I think some people just don't hit, just don't fit that formula, and you can't make them fit it. Carrying Cross doesn't fit WWE. Love it or hate it, Austin Theory doesn't fit. You send Austin Theory somewhere else, and I guarantee you, Austin Theory will be the man over there. Impact. Well, I ain't gonna say AEW, but I, I think I just think he needs a little bit more, and then he can come back. Look at Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre wasn't like he is now until he came back after he left. He became a better person doing the other stuff. Some of these guys really need to leave and then come back. That's the only way they're going to be stars because you can't force it. You can't force them to be stars when they already barely stand afloat. And, and what you don't you don't give them. What else can you give them? Like I said before, what else can you give Austin Theory? Just give them the belt. Just say here, Roman say Roman do the finger poker doom. <laughs> yeah, imagine Roman doing the finger poker doom and giving the belt to Austin Theory. <laughs> now that would be an epic moment. Now they could take him to I don't know where it's gonna take him. <laughs> you know, I, think the fan, I think the fans will revolt. I think the fans will hate that. Uh, and to be honest with you, he has to get over uh, Austin Theory. I don't know how he's gonna do it, but. He's kind of looked in that same vein as as being uh, a really hated, a really hated, arrogant type of person, like a Baron Corbin. You know what I'm saying? Like Baron Corbin has always been a good, good a good bad guy, but Baron Corbin can back up everything that he's saying. And Austin Theory can he's starting to back up uh, his talent, man, and how good he actually is. Now, you know, personality wise, the fans haven't gravitated towards Austin Theory. But Austin Theory made a really good babyface when he was down in NXT. He was a babyface with uh, Johnny Gargano, man. He was lo this lovable, dumb oaf uh, that everybody, you know, gravitated towards and, and loved. And then when he came to the main roster, he just hit hill mode and just completely switched into a completely different character, man. Mm -hmm. um, he got fired too. I've seen, seen some sources that say your boy Johnny Wrestling got fired too. I don't know if it's confirmed, but I saw several sources. No, he, um, he just recently um, was in a match, but he might be on his way out because he had a, a house show match coming back from injury, and he lost the match. Uh, Candice LeRae might be going right along with him. 
Um, Tommaso Ciampa might end up being on that on that list. And crazy enough, the the two guys that's in the LWO, the little uh, tight team that wrestled Street Profits last week, they on their way out. Them dudes is getting ready to go. They got squashed by the Street Profits. <laughs> they got squashed. They on their way out. It's, it's about time for them to go. Oh man, uh, did did Adam Pierce get his walking papers too? I'm I don't not know. Sure. His, his Instagram was kind of kind of cryptic. It was it was really cryptic. Uh, and what he said. Let me see if I can show that, Mister Everything. Read that for me. It says, "Thank you for watching our television programs and all, and for all of the really positive messages I've been sent on social media today." But mostly, thank you for watching our television programs. And in, uh, in his comments um, below his uh, his Instagram status was shaking my head. But, you know, Adam Pierce has always had cryptic type messages on his Instagram and his Twitter. So I really don't know what that is about, but we'll find out right here in the best. Damn wrestling podcast. <laughs> it's it's crazy. It's crazy when stuff like this happened and you just gotta be. I remember when my I was working my job and the company was shutting down, so they started firing people like weekly. So every time somebody called in the office, everybody in the machines looking like, <laughs> Am I next? Am I next? And it was the craziest week. You know, jobs do that when they cut like and they said we're gonna cut 50 people. So nobody knew who the 50 people was. All you had to do was just sit there and be like, <laughs> am I going to be in that number? They don't even give a number out. They just look like, we're going to drop these names. And you remember that first time they fired all them people. Their first set, no, it was some names, but nobody really was like, man. But then they started dropping them bombs like Bray Wyatt and, and your boy, um, Braun Strowman, them, them big names. So I'm telling you, they're going to be some big names because if you're cutting the fat, you cutting some money contracts too. So them some of them boys that might have them big them big old contracts. I'm telling you, it's gonna be some shockers that's gonna be coming coming soon. And it, and it, it, I hate for anybody to lose their job. I know we've been talking about that. I know it probably messed up. We've been talking about who need to get fired next. <laughs> that is kind of messed up. The good brothers, the good brothers might be on that on that list as well because it, it's really weird that AJ Styles stepped away from it. So the good brothers could be yeah. that. They need yeah, to get rid yeah. of the Viking Raiders. The hell, they they suck. They yeah, they where they been? They get ready to go out too. They've they been, they been fighting every week, man. They fighting new uh, Kofi and New Day every single every single week for the last <laughs> year. It seems like they fight them every week, and I'm like, dog, you ain't got nobody else in the locker room that needs they can fight. Um, also, also your boy Ridge Holland, get his ass out of here. I'm still mad at him for uh for hurting Big E ass. I'm I'm still mad at that. Um and I, I think they got um Butch or Pete Dunn down there in NXT right now fighting for the Heritage Cup. So I'm not sure if they are kind of breaking them apart or Pete Dunn uh slash aka Butch is just down there for right now. Uh you know, and still being a part of the brawling roots, but get right, Ridge Holland ass out of there. <laughs> I said it. I said it. Two kids in the budget. <laughs> It'd be crazy if uh, Seamus 
end up being one of those big names doing big surprises. That would be uh that would be big, man, for Sheamus, um, to be honest with you. Um, I think and then the crazy part is Sheamus's contract is coming up uh next year. So they don't know if he's gonna resign or not. Maybe he's gonna go down to AW and maybe join uh the uh Blackpool Combat Club. I'm not sure. Um I don't want it. I don't know. I don't like seeing older talent go down to AEW and then get in some of these matches, man. These uh really unsafe, <laughs> really unsafe spots, unsafe matches. Uh and they just had who who just recently um did a did a did a uh unsafe um uh, no your boy John Moxley just had a had a concussion, just was concussed. Um, and then they were uh, they were worried about him, you know what I'm saying? And, and seeing what's going on with, with your boy John Moxley, man. But uh, a lot of the older talent, like you mentioned a few minutes ago, Sting is going down there. Sting is jumping off of, off of <laughs> stuff and getting he, living he living his best life right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do, I do, I do think that now more than ever, like everybody really should be thankful. For AEW, okay. Let's say AEW never took hold. A lot of these folks will either be back on the independence or New Japan, or like you know, at least that's why we need AEW. We need one more show, probably. Like, I mean, we, I mean, we do got impact or whatever, but people don't do. I mean, I don't watch it, but, you know. You got, but, you got EWA, you got impact, you got MLW, you got AAA, then you got the Japan um, promotions, and then we still have OVW. Crazy enough, OVW is still around. And then you got a lot of kids that are making movies now or series. So um, you got heels and then you got wrestlers. So, well, let me ask you a question, Mr. Everything. Uh, Other than the WWE and aside from AEW, which, who, what's the, what's the best independent? uh, Promotion that's running right now that people can go and actually make a living. In Japan. In Japan? In Japan. You can definitely make a a crazy amount of money out there in Japan. Have you ever thought about going over there? I want to so bad. I've been contacting people left and right, and I'm just hoping somebody reached back out to me. Okay, Mr. Mr. Everything in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna come out, he's gonna come out in a Komodo. <laughs> yeah. With everything down the side. <laughs> hey, you may go. I mean, you can go over there and blow up, and then get that's that may be how you get back into the stuff over here. I mean, that's how. That's why I think is. I know what everybody think wrestling. You think WWE because they're the top. And if you're a wrestling fan now, you know WWE and AEW mainly. You know, back in the day, you knew it was WCW and WWE. You don't know all these other names, but it's good when you know other stuff. You can you can. It's always ways to get us to break into somebody's house. You, can, you got the window, you got the back door, you can crawl in through the cat door. <laughs> whatever, whatever it is, whatever it is to get in there, do what you gotta do to get in there, and then you are in there. So yeah, so you know that may that may be your route. Let's see. Definitely see. Oh man. So let me ask you guys a question. Uh what AEW stars do you see? 
jumping ship and coming over to WWE. I know we mentioned Jade Cargill and uh they're they're kind of hitting that she's gonna come back into the into the fold uh and, and possibly join WWE. Um and I would love to see it, but I'm not sure how much validity uh those claims have until I see it for my myself with my own two eyes. What AEW wrestlers right now do you think can jump ship over to a uh over to wwe and really shine in that system on that roster Damn. hold on let me let me go around let me uh chef i think i heard you first go ahead chef jay cargill jay cargill yeah definitely for sure she's one of them uh mr everything go ahead um brian dennison really Absolutely. You think he would want to come back to WWE? Yeah, enough zeros? Yeah. Mm-hmm. With enough zeros, absolutely. What about you, LP? Uh, none. I think <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I, I really I really feel like the people that's in AEW are where they're supposed to be. Like, unless it's, unless it's somebody who go back, like a I ain't gonna say go back. If 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 Rusev went back and became Rusev again or whatever, would that work? Like, I don't even think the stars can really go back. I know they can go back over there, but and t- nobody has done it yet. And I think it's the reason. Like, I I just I just think that the fit for those guys in AEW are the fit for AEW and the people from WWE. Even when some of them go over there, it's not like they. Always, it ain't always good moves. Brian Danson was definitely great. He's like one of the greatest wrestlers in the world. Uh, CM Punk is gonna show up at WWE soon, so I mean, everybody need to go ahead and get rid of or get ready for it because it's gonna happen. Can we, so can we? Can we not? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's a y'all. Y'all often talk about business. What's good for business? Love them or hate them. CM Punk brings eyes and he brings money to wherever he goes. And they are all about I'm not gonna say he's gonna go to WWE and be there for years. He's gonna he's gonna pop up. He's gonna pop up. I guarantee you. With and you know, he's been saying a little slick shit too. I think he gotta wait a little bit before he can go, like three months. He said something about you'll find out in three months or something. He said on one of his uh, little things or whatever. You gotta think <laughs> that dude is old. And he ain't got a whole lot of money. That's why he was doing what he's doing anyway. He just he messes himself up. But that WWE money, that can get him right. Get ready for it, Mr. Andrew, Victor Andrews. You can be one of the ones that's going to be hyped about it more than anybody else when you hear that. You got to admit, whenever that music hit, <laughs> tell, me, tell me it's not going to be a pop. Be no. honest. No. Stop it. Stop no. it. I think I think I think if he did come back to WWE, a lot of fans don't really want to I'm I'm a, I'm gonna go on the record and say I've never been a CM Punk fan. Never. Never when you wrestled in WWE, uh even when he came back and started wrestling in AEW, I I've never been a big CM Punk fan. I've always loved his finisher. That was great, but in ring, I've never been a CM Punk fan. I'm sorry. Um I know that if he came back to WWE, he would definitely get a big pop. And I'm pretty sure the pop would be bigger than the one that he got when he came to AEW. 
And that was mm-hmm. a big one because we didn't even talk about it for a little bit of how big that pop was and how that was probably one of the best moments, uh, returns uh, of all time, other than Edge, you know. Um, but I think CM Punk, if he did come into the fold, he would be good. I mean, he would ruffle a couple of feathers, but hey. I have a question for you guys. Like, right, I got a question for you guys right now. Who do you think will have the biggest pop in the return? For a return? A return. Daniel Bryan. You mean you mean in general or for AEW? You just talking in general coming back? I I got I got I got I got to go with CM Punk because I'm trying to think. Even the rock the rock pop was big, but it won't all that. Yeah, his his pop was big, but it it I've heard bigger. Yeah, I don't don't know if it was the city or what, but the rock pop won't that popping. (laughs) And like you got, I think the main the main thing with the rocks pop was the fact that they knew he was there anyway. Yeah, he was in Denver. He was already there with the Deion Sanders thing, so it was like, okay, well, he was already in town, so we kind of figured that would happen. Yeah, but the people didn't the, the the average people in them stands didn't know about all. They, everybody don't watch news and Dion. They them them people did. You saw them people's faces. <laughs> them people did not know the rock was gonna show up. Nah, they they did because on the flyers they tell you who's gonna be there. Nah, I think that was a surprise. To be honest with him and Pat McAfee, I don't think they advertised for them. I know that Pat McAfee kind of was like, yeah, we was in the area. <laughs> we just prayed we're gonna be on the show. Uh, and you can kind of tell by Michael Cole. Michael Cole was always surprised when Pat McAfee just pops up on the show. I didn't even know he was going to be here. Whatever. <laughs> That's his favorite line. <laughs> like, like you're not, like you not over the whole entire commentary team. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, you can do it. Oh, whatever. All right. I think the <laughs> biggest pop for return right now would be Big E. Yeah. Uh, Big E yeah. would give, get a good pop, but I don't know if Big E is coming back, though, bro. No, we know he ain't coming back, but that's that him or Randy Orton. Yeah, I'm about to say Randy. Now, Randy, uh, Randy, would Randy a big Orton, ass pop. Randy Orton would be a big pop. Yeah, because everybody, everybody else done being back. Like, who else? Who else has been gone, or who can come back with a pop? Stone Cold's been back. John Cena's been there plenty of times. Like. Ric Flair, no, like, yeah, it, it really, it really, CM Punk, Brian, yeah, I really, I, I can't see nobody beating CM Punk, Pop. Yeah, that was perfect. Uh, Randy Orton, though, I think when Randy does come back, I think he's going to come back to a huge reception. Yeah. I, think he, I think he's come back for a retirement, though. I don't think he's come back to any ring competition. He's back. He's back too messed up, right? Yeah, he's back as destroyed. But I can't see him at any other capacity, though. Yeah, he he would get a really good uh, legends pay and just chill at home. I don't think he wants to do that, bro. You don't think he grew up in the business? He a third generation. He grew up in the business. I'm pretty sure. And then he got to sit at home with all them kids. (laughs) Nah, he he want he want to come to work right now. 
That's why he was up in the performance center that he got, you know, uh, spotted at the performance center by some fans. And he was like, shh, don't tell nobody. But, he, they, you know, everybody found out as soon as he popped up there. But, yeah, Randy Orton would get a huge pop. CM Punk would get a huge pop. And you're right. It ain't too many people that can actually come back that can be able to get a pop. Who would who would who would Randy Orton if Randy if Orton came back he probably maybe had one last match who would his one last match be? I, I, I can see him come back and beat up Riddle. <laughs> beat up who? Beat up Riddle. 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 Matt Riddle. I can see him coming back beating up Matt Riddle. Uh, I think I think before he got hurt, they eventually was gonna go with that, and Randy was going you know Randy gonna be Randy. Gonna be the Viper. Yeah, but that's what's gonna happen. That's what your boy about to do. Uh, your boy, uh, your boy Drew McIntyre about to beat the brakes out of Matt Riddle coming up soon. It's for you can you can tell. Yeah, I think, uh, I think if Randy Orton came back for one last match, it would it would only be right that it be Randy uh, Edge or somebody from that era that he could Edge just had his last match. And I was thinking Edge. But Edge just had his last match. I think for for maybe John Cena. No. Since no. John is still around. No. He needs, nah, he needs somebody that that can really you know what? He needs to put somebody over. Triple H. Or Brock Lesnar. You trying to have somebody with a bad bat and a bad heart in the match. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is horrible booking. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, well, somebody just mentioned that they were interested in possibly coming back. Uh, your boy Dave Batista, uh, was talking about you know possibly making an appearance, even though he had his last match with Triple H. Man, I think Dave, Dave Batista versus uh Randy Orton would be money on any card, but the biggest issue is his back, so you know. It ain't too much he's gonna be able to do. It won't be in a bunch of body slams. These two gentlemen cannot really mat wrestle, but Dave Batista is way too big to be doing some type of mat wrestling, grappling, chain wrestling, whatever. And to hit a Batista bomb would not be good for Randy Orton. And if he try to just do it to where he's gonna do it safely, it's gonna look stupid on Dave, Dave Batista. Um, Randy Orton could get away with being hit a, a RKO without it doing too much damage to his back one last time, but taking a Batista ball. I can know what I'm, I'm gonna give y'all. I'm gonna give y'all boys a gimme, just just cause y'all want him to be good so bad. I say he could have his last match against Austin Theory, and they really push it. And Austin, and at the end, he show Austin Theory he give him the rub like. He give him respect or shake his hand or give him a hug or, you know, some kind of that mess like that. They make it a real, real good match. Now, that could be what Austin Theory could need to to help. But I, I think if Randy had one match, he needs to give it. Like most of get put somebody over. Now, I, you know can feel you on that. I can feel you on that one. You know, at the end of the match, you give Austin Theory a hug. Then, you know, before, then he turn around and give him an RKO and walk out. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. You know what? You know what? And now that you say that, let's really consider that. Let's really, let's really um, explore that. Austin Theory has been in a ring with all the legends, right? What did Randy Orton first do when he got there? He was in there with the legends. He's a he legend killer. Legend killer. 
Well, he was a legend killer, but he was actually assassinating legends, though. That's the difference. Uh, uh, Austin Theory has been losing. He beat John Cena. I can see yeah, a match between him and, and The Rock. I can see him beating The Rock. No. That might be his thing. I don't know. I think I think that I think that definitely would help him. That would help him get over in some kind of capacity, depending on how they did it. Mm-hmm. Now, especially if it's his, if it's if Randy come out and he's telling everybody, you know, thank y'all, blah blah blah, and he had like he, you know, how to do it when the wrestlers sound like they about to retire, and then here comes somebody cut him off, like Shawn Michaels did it a whole bunch of times, and you know that's why I think Randy, you know, everybody know how bad Shawn Michaels back was. Shawn Michaels came back and put on the best career, the best second life career of any wrestler ever after his back was messed up after that damn uh, Stone Cold match. And Shawn Michaels won't never supposed to come back. But look at the match he had when he came back. So Randy back might be toe up, but he still can come back. So let's not let's not say his back is gone too much because I don't think we've seen the last <laughs> of Randy. Do you guys, uh, and I, I, I'm just reminded of this from what you just mentioned a few minutes ago. Do you guys remember uh, the retirement speech that um, Mark Henry gave on yeah. Monday Night Raw? John Cena. With hey, John Cena. Like, yeah. He was, he was, he was crying, like, crying like, I'm about to leave, you know. And then uh, he grabbed John Cena and did the uh, World's Strongest Slam on John Cena and said, I still got more to take, punk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> still got mm-hmm. more to take. Um, that I think that was I think that was one of the uh, moments that w- was almost uh, career defining for him. But after that, I don't re- even remember seeing uh, a final match with uh, with uh, Mark Henry. You know what I'm saying in that regard. I can't even remember what his last actual match was. I don't think he even had a good send off match. But I do remember when uh, when Randy was going around, and he, uh, I think Mark Henry had a, a, a leg or ankle surgery or something. And he was on a little bike. Yeah. And was like, <laughs> and it was like, you know, if you still want to go, I put your crippled ass in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Randy was mean to him, boy. But uh, man, I, you know, some of these legends, I would hate to see even, like I say, for Shelton Benjamin. Uh, I don't think that he got the respect that he really deserved. Um, and I think that he, he's definitely going to be a Hall of Famer. Um, I think that he should be a, a, a first ballot Hall of Famer in a, in a lot of ways. Would they give it to him? I don't know. But I know he's going to definitely be in the Hall of Fame. I, I'm sad to see him go. Uh, but you, you're right. They are going to make some more cuts coming soon. And I think we just got the first wave and the second wave is probably going to be devastating uh, for some people, man. So <laughs> we shall see. Uh, LP, you got any any more for the boys? All right. <laughs> well, listen, fellas, we uh, we don't went over the the two-hour mark and <laughs> talk about this subject. 
But we had to call an emergency an audible on this thing to talk about it because usually we broadcast uh on on Wednesdays. But hey man, this was a special, special broadcast, special night. I, I appreciate the fellas of the best damn wrestling podcast joining LP running point doing uh his thud thizzle leader thizzle like he does, you know. Uh, so fellas, let the beautiful people know what you guys going on and where can they find you. Let me start with you, Mister Everything. Uh, this weekend I'm gonna be in Virginia. I got a lot going on with Fleet DJs and competing back in the ring. Uh, took last weekend off and I'm getting right back in the ring this weekend. Uh, so my, I'm excited and ready to get busy. Uh, next week I will be locally in Raleigh. So. Um, follow my TikTok official underscore Mr. Everything, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try to put some put some information on what shows I'm gonna be at and where I'm gonna be. I'm gonna drop some videos. Plus, I need some more followers. I need some more followers on my TikTok. Um, and then I got a link tree. Got some things on my link tree. <laughs> so. That boy on there on his link tree, butt naked with socks on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> um, so you know, check check me out. Check me out on TikTok. You know, I, I got some things coming up. Um, so you know, I got a couple of movies that's getting finished up. So you know, Mister Everything is out here doing the Mister Everything thing. Hey, I dig it, man. Chef Showtime. Let the beautiful people know what you guys are going on and where can they find me. Uh, right now, this work. I'm trying to save up, bro, because I'm trying to get. I'm gonna I'm buy me a food truck so I can quit this job and work for myself. You know, there you go. And everything else, what you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Snapchat. I don't do no lip tree. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you can find me on there as Dante Carter or Chef Showtime. Oh man, that's what it is. LPZ, let the beautiful people know what you guys going on and where can they find you? As always, find me on Instagram, one click photography shoots. Uh yeah, I'm on TikTok, one click top. Uh, you know, most most of everything is on my Instagram photo shoots. Fashion shows, all that good stuff. You just follow me and check me out on there. And you got your you got your next show coming up, right? Talk about that real quick. Uh yeah, I got a lingerie fashion show that's gonna be going on November the 19th in Durham, North Carolina. It's a 21 and up show, so it's a little grown. It's, it's not my typical uh PG family function, it's, <laughs> it's for the grown folks. You know, so come out for that, be prepared. It's still gonna be a classy show. You know, so definitely come out for a, an adult experience fashion show. All right. So uh, you guys make sure you go check that out if you're in the Durham, Raleigh, Durham area. Uh, LP, what's the name of it? Savage? Savage? What's the name of it? Savage Seduction. Seduction. You know what I'm saying? So uh, you go check out that show. You might see a nipple or two. You know oh. what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming to the audition for this one. That was a nipple. We're working on fitness. We're coming to the audition for this one. I'm a body guy now. <laughs> hey, I thought you were supposed to be in the show, LP. Did you? Did you? Did you, did you, did you, did you, did you fire? You fired everything. 
I was, Look, I was wrestling. I was wrestling that time. I was wrestling that time. You know, every every time I got my casting, he he always saving the planet or doing something crazy. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, <man. laughs> uh, that's crazy. Well, listen, man. Uh, follow your boy LP uh, to see what he guys going on and to be a part of his next endeavor. Uh, photo shoot. My name is Brian Renegade. You can check me out on all platforms at Brian Renegade to see what I got going on. And if you want to support the show, you go over to our Instagram at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. You can go over to our Facebook group, the Best Damn Wrestling Nation. Uh, we got a Facebook page. You can go over there at the BD Wrestling Podcast. Uh, if you got a Twitter or X, as they call it, you can go over there to Best Damn Crew. Uh, we got a Twitch also at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. And if you got a TikTok, you can visit our TikTok on Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. And if you want to support the show, uh, well, the only thing that you have to do is go over to our Patreon, www.com. Patreon.com backslash the best damn wrestling podcast for as low as five dollars. You can join the boys at the best damn wrestling podcast. We got all kinds of stuff behind the scenes footage. We got uh shirts, hats, mugs, everything uh that you need to be able to support the best damn wrestling podcast. So join our Patreon www.patreon.com backslash the best damn wrestling podcast. Uh, I'm not. Maybe, maybe we need to give a motivational quote today. Uh, based on job security, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> best, best way to do it, man. Uh, you know we gotta do this each and every show, even though I know times is hard. This is best time to give a motivational uh word. I'm gonna go ahead and get it cracking. My final word would be uh, keep your head up. You know what I'm saying? Trouble don't last always. You know what I'm saying? Um, the sunshine comes out right after the, clo- the clouds move away. You know what I mean? So uh, keep your head up if you're going through some hard times, some tough times, man. Don't worry. You know what I'm saying? It ain't going to last for a long time. You keep your head up, stay positive, keep motivated, keep working on yourself because you never know what doors may open up for you. You know what I'm saying? Even in your darkest hour. Uh, Mr. Everything, do you have a final word or a word of motivation to some of these people that just got released today? Absolutely. <laughs> you want to talk about hard times? I know about hard times. So that trucker that's riding down them roads and can't seem to keep their eyes open because they need to get to that destination because they need at least one more mile, one more penny, one more dollar to take care of their family. I know about your hard times. To the construction worker who's out there trying to build the next building or put together the next uh, factory, whatever, I know about your hard times. To the lady that's going out there working 12, 24, 36 hours in the nursing department of the hospital, the emergency I know about your hard times to that father that's trying to make that one last dime so he can either pay child support or he'd be able to find somewhere to lay his head. I know about hard times. I'm here with you and the hard times are not going to be here forever. Hard times is what makes strong individuals. So keep pushing. Don't stop. Keep looking forward. Don't look behind you because the past is there. Don't forget about it, but don't just dwell in it. 
Oh, man, that was a good word from Mr. Everything. LPZ, do you have a final word or word of motivation for the beautiful people? Who the hell gonna follow that? <laughs> Yo, do we not set him up for that every single time? Every single time. He says the same thing every time. Like, this, is why, this is why nobody can do promos with me because I just go, I just go in. You gave a whole long sermon. <laughs> I guess I keep I keep my simple like every time a one door closes, another one opens up. And then most of the time it's always better. You just got to move that foot forward. That's all you got to do to stay positive. A job is a job. There's always going to be a job. It's not the end of the world. You move on, you keep rolling, and you make new things happen. Yeah, I dig that, my friend. I dig that. That was a beautiful word from your boy, LPZ. Chef Showtime, you got a final word uh, for the beautiful people. Don't eat spoiled chicken. There you go. That's the best <laughs> advice that you can get. And that's coming directly from a chef. You know what I'm saying? You're going to get the shit's diarrhea. You might uh, pass out all that stuff. Don't eat uh, raw, no. uncooked, disgusting <laughs> chicken. Yeah, that's no, a good one. I got one. Uh, uh, for every no, you get three yeses, Mike. came next. I, I like that. For every no you're going to get, three more yes is going to come after. That's how I feel about every situation I live in my life. That's 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 a good way to live, Chef. That's a good work. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's something to be said about uh, about having uh, integrity uh, about yourself and believing in yourself. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not always an easy thing to do, believing that you can do something or seeing something for yourself uh that you can't see in the moment man so that's a good word Jeff. i like that i dig that oh man well listen uh fellas i can't hold you no more i know y'all sleepy it's past y'all bedtime <laughs> oh. yeah uh so just in case something else happened i'm gonna keep y'all on the on, on the on the emergency hotline uh just in case somebody else get released because if somebody big get released, I we got to we got to talk about it. We got to talk about it. Oh man! Well, listen, fellas, it's been a pleasure. Beautiful people, uh, you know what, Mister Everything, I'm gonna let you uh, sign us off today, sir. Absolutely, beautiful people. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you was right here with us, and we appreciate that. We'll see you next time, next week, next Wednesday. Six o'clock on the best damn wrestling podcast. We bid you adieu.